Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so excited that Judy Kelly is here for the first time on our show. So it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous show. High vibe and so much more. Um, and today we're talking about the moon goddess, Celine. She speaks from her heart to your heart for your clarion call. We're going to talk about that and more, so much more. Um, I'm just so excited because Judy has a whole process lined up for all of us, um, including prayers and working with us from one on, you know, working with us collectively for the past six to eight weeks and moving forward until like the end of April almost. So it's like, oh wow, so generous and so kind. So I'm so glad that Judy's here with us today to share her gifts, her wisdom, her teachings and talk about the moon goddess Celine. We're also gonna be talking a little bit about um, the selenite, you know, and, and what all, what that does. I have some selenite here myself, which is great. I love selenite. So we're gonna be talking about that. Um, we're gonna be talking about a flower of life selenite charging station, which comes from Morocco. And that's gonna be amazing. I think I put the picture uh, in the email as well as on the live page. So you can take a look at that. And for those of you who don't know Judy, um, she is the first time for us here on the show, but Judy has been doing intuitive healing work with the Ascended Masters and Angels from the age of three. And she was asked by Hilarion, the Ascended Master of Healing of the Emerald Ray to go public with her gifts over 18 years ago. And so honoring his request, her clarion call, working with people all over the world has been a joy. Intuitively through her sacred heart and I am presence, she receives a whole picture of you by seeing, hearing, feeling, and knowing about your soul. And Judy is very, very talented. She, you know, she's a channel. She's an angelic healer, a reader, a medium. And I have to say, you know, Judy, I wanted to thank you too, because when you heard about um, my husband, you had sent me this beautiful, long email message with your prayers and blessings and wishes. And that, yeah. just, you know, it was so beautiful and was so loving and was so kind. I really, really, really appreciated that. So um, I just wanted to say thank Good. you. Thank you for that. He You're is doing <laughs> He's doing better. So, you know, um, he is doing better. So, you know, thank goodness, you know, um, you know, I, I've been so supported during this journey from, you know, so many people and I, I can't even tell you. Um, this week's been a bit tough, I gotta say, but it's it's all good, <laughs> you know, it's all good. So it comes in like little waves sometimes, but he's he's doing really well. So, and- uh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and he even said yesterday when I saw him, like, it's a miracle I survived. It's like, yeah, that's, and that's what the doctor is saying too, is like, they don't know how he survived. And it's like, well, you know what? <laughs> lots of blessings, lots of prayers, lots of healing. Lots of love. <laughs> exactly, yeah. lots and lots of love. So. Thank you everybody for that as well. Um, so Judy, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks. <laughs> I am really, really delighted to be here. It's, uh, it's an auspicious time mm -hmm. and uh, we have so much to share. And uh, oh, Ashtar from the Ashtar Command is here. So let me take a minute and tune in and see what he wants to say. To all of my brothers and sisters of light, today is a miraculous day to live. Each day your cells cheer in the morning 
to be able to greet a new day. And each day you touch more hearts than you could ever imagine. We see it from above the earth. We see all the lights and it is a miraculous, wonderful sight to behold. I also commend each of you at this time in having the patience and the foresight to stay calm. Staying in your heart is the greatest gift you can give yourself. There is a flurry of misinformation that is going all over the world. And it is equally important that you feel the truth for you. Each of you was created as an individual. And each spark of light that you represent creates the whole light of creation. All lights matter. And we take responsibility for how we use our energy. At this time, in what you would consider the great awakening, there are so many souls each day that are waking up that it is a wonderful, wonderful field of joy to experience. The confusion, the chaos, and the complete extremes of everything you're experiencing is cleaning up the last vestiges of the misinformation that you've lived with. As we allow the pit of fear to clear, those of you that hold the light are more important than ever. Because without you, this could not be done. Gaia is a beautiful being. And Gaia has extended herself way beyond what she thought was going to be necessary. And the graciousness with which each of you have embraced her and has shared who you are with her and all of life is to be commended. Doing this earth life is one of the toughest things you've ever gone through. And you are the champions. Because you have had the courage to show up each day. And do the very best that you can do. I know each of you individually. You have come aboard my ship many times. We have had meetings in our heart space, in what you call your sleep time. But oh, very little of your time is really sleeping. Most of the time, you are engaging on other planets and other star systems and galaxies and universes, sharing the beauty of who you are. And many of those times, you have answered the call 
and you have with a full heart showed up, not quite knowing everything that was going to be expected, but trusting. And for that, I kiss your heart. I kiss you and thank you for the constant courage it takes to live this life and to assist the planet to be the brightest star she can be. The moon goddess Selene is a powerful being. And it is quite tickling my insides to see all of you coming together. I'm clearing for everybody. It is quite wonderful to see the coming together of all these different perspectives, different opinions, different ideas, different beliefs, different assumptions, coming together in the unified heart of oneness and detaching and separating from all of the old ways in which you were taught to live. Love is the key to everything. Love unlocks your gifts. Love brings you into balance. Love helps the parts of you that have been wounded to heal. Love gives you the effervescence and passion and joy for life. So when you are in a place that you think, I'm not quite sure which direction to go. I'm not quite sure what it is I'm being guided to do. Recognize that you are in your head and you are in fear. Just very lovingly step back into your heart and embrace the creator love that you are. And in the creator love, all is blessed. And all is one. And you come back into the nucleus of the one heart, the one mind, the one body, and the one soul of creation. I offer to each of you, knowing the sacred beings that you are, that when you have those moments that you think, I need a hug, or I need a boost of energy. Or I really would feel better if I could feel a hand holding my hand. I, Ashtar, am here for you. Just put your hand on your heart. Call in the part of you that's me. And I'm instantly there. I am Ashtar of the Galactic Federation of which all all life in every way, shape, and form is connected. So breathe, my sweet beings. Breathe. And every time you breathe, you come home into the heart of one. So breathe in the love that you are. Breathe out the love that you are. 
And if that's all you do, that is more than enough. I extend my hand and my heart of friendship and family to each of you. And you may have not heard of me before, but you can feel the truth and the love coming from my heart to you. Your heart will always guide you to the truth. May we stay in the unified field of the one heart, the one mind, the one body, and the one soul. And may we delight in each other as we recognize the strength, the beauty, the harmony, the peace, and especially the joy of celebrating each other and welcoming each other home in the heart of each of us. I am here now with you. Beautiful. Thank you. That was so, so needed. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. He doesn't come in very often, but when he does, boy, oh boy. Now Mary Magdalene's here as well. Oh, awesome. And, uh, And she just, she has just a quick note to add. Here we go. I am spontaneously joying this heart energy and space that Ashtar and each of you has created. And it's bubbling up from my feet all the way up to my head and all around my body. And I'm giggling as I am talking to Judy. So may you each giggle with me (laughs) and feel the bubbles of joy emanating from your entire being. I am Mary Magdalene, and it is my pleasure to share in this beautiful conversation. (laughs) Nice. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Um, I don't know if you know this, Judy, but most of my regular people, they know, I tend to, I do tend to giggle when I'm in a, you know, good mood and everything's going on. I do tend to giggle. So I love that we're allowed to giggle. I remember one time, one of my guests told me, she said, it's not, it's not professional for you to giggle. It's unprofessional for you to giggle and laugh on your show. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, joy is the ultimate healer. I know, right? Not? Yes, absolutely. And laughter is joy spread out through your whole body. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I choose to celebrate laughter and to celebrate joy. Yeah. And, you know, one of the gifts that each of you have, um, each of you are ascended masters. You wouldn't be on this call if you weren't. You wouldn't be attracted to the subject matter. And you wouldn't feel the clarion call in the deepest part of you if you were not. And we were only 10% of the population up until last year. And then we expanded and created another 10% of the population that became awake. Mm -hmm. And now we have 20% 
of the population that is awake and 80% that are not awake. And from this point on, it's going to be so much easier to shift from fourth to fifth than it was from third to fourth and to shift from being 80% of the population that needs to be awake to 70% because now we're on the roll of love. And in third dimension, we were living 96 to 97% of our day in pain, suffering, and fear. Mm -hmm. And yet we still managed to shift the planet from third to fourth 19 years ago. And so for the last 19 years, we've been in fourth dimension, detaching from the old you. The old you doesn't exist anymore. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And because we're not going in that direction, we're forgetting all of our third dimensional memories because they have no value for us anymore. So if you're forgetting dates and times and details and things like that, your kids' names, I did that. <laughs> um, it, uh, it is just celebrate it and be grateful because it means that you're clearing on the deepest level. And every time you clear old energy, what happens? Then it opens new doorways for new energy to come in. And isn't that something to celebrate? Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's the thing I've been finding lately, especially I have no sense of time. I don't know, you know, what day that, it is. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. <laughs> we are literally time and space do not exist in fifth dimension because love is all consuming. And when you're in the love frequency, you're completely fulfilled and nourished and loved. You only experience time and space when you're afraid. Mm -hmm. So we are clearing at such a fast pace that we're collapsing time. And we're down to six hours a day out of 24 that we're actually living in the current dimension. Wow. Because our frequency of love has expanded bigger than it ever has in this life. We are more self-loving now than we ever have. And that is something to celebrate and to be very, very grateful that you've listened to your inner wisdom. So this six hours a day is the last vestiges of us being in fear. And, you know, we're not here to live a perfect life. We're here for experience and adventure. And a lot of people have the misconcept idea that if you experience pain, then the journey or the adventure, there's something wrong with it. But that's not true at all. Each soul agreed to come into form because we wanted to tactily experience life. We wanted to taste and touch and smell. Before, we were a golden being of light floating and glowing as a golden spiral of light. Because a spiral is a basic blueprint for life. And it has no beginning and no end because we've never had a beginning and we will never have an end. We're pure energy. And energy always exists. It just keeps changing form. So we just keep changing form. So we made the decision we wanted to not just float and glow. We wanted to tactily experience life. And so we came into form. And when we agreed to come into form, we agreed to live as every form of life at some point 
and to have every experience available in creation at some point. That's what we all agreed to. And so in order to have that, we're experiencing adventures and having experiences. And in those experiences and adventures, you're here to have the whole range of emotions. That's what you signed up for. You want to go through terror. You want to go through joy. You want to go through confusion. You want to go through clarity. You want to go through compassion. You want to go through being humble. You want to experience the sadness or the grief. And you also want to experience the delight. You want to have the full range. And for those of us that are here to lead the way, and like I said, originally we were just 10% of the population. The more evolved you are as a soul, the more sensitive you are. And that's why it's th this life has not been a walk in the park. It has been the most intense life we're living out of all of our lives. And we're living all of our lives now. So every single one of us is going to experience everything at some point. And third dimension gave us the opportunity to live as any form of life that we chose. We could choose to be a sun. We could choose to be an animal. We could choose to be a rainbow. We could choose to be wind. We could choose to be a person. We could choose to be a plant. We could choose to be a cloud. We can choose to be a galaxy. We can choose to be anything we want to be in third dimension. So the gift of third dimension is experience because it's all the extremes. That's why you have Hitler and Mother Teresa in the same lifetime. Mm -hmm. We will all be and have those experiences. That's part of living and tactically experienced life. And so when you look at everybody as a golden being of light, because that's who they really are. And they're playing a role in a script that somebody wrote. But that's not who they are. That's just the part they're playing. Mm -hmm. And we hand chose 50 members from our 500-member soul family that's on the other side to live a round of lives with. We chose who those 50 were going to be. And then we sat around a big round table before we were all born. And we all decided and had a big stack of all the experiences we wanted to have. And then we talked in a big circle so that everybody would have the opportunity to go ahead and do that and experience everything. So each person shows their own experiences. And when you get that, you begin to realize to detach from all the ways that everything appeared as though it was somehow maligning you. But you're the one that chose every experience you're going to have before you're ever born. You choose how you're going to look, how you're going to sound, the theme of your life, your family. You chose how many near-death experiences you're going to have, how you're going to be born and under what circumstances, and how you're going to pass and under what circumstances. You choose everything. So when you get that, you stop all the judging and the criticizing. Hold on just a minute. I need to put my earplugs on. No worries. Hold on. Take your time. Yep, that's fine.
I'm loving this conversation and this wisdom from Judy. And you know, that's a it's sometimes it's hard for people to hear that yes, we chose these experiences, we chose the family members, we chose the people in our lives, yes. you know, but it's true. We and, have. Yeah. Yes. And let me reiterate something that's very important. Because we came in to be leaders, not the 80% that are followers. And mind you, being a follower is just as important as a leader. Mm-hmm. But the followers are just younger souls and baby souls. And we've all been younger souls and baby souls. But we're the oldest souls on the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when we make these choices, we chose our parents in this life and our family not to be there for us in some very important ways. Because if you had reached them and you had literally been put on a pedestal and made the princess or the prince of the family and given everything that you wanted, you would have ended up being a follower, not a leader. In order to be a leader, you have to be discerning and you need to be a great decision maker. And you can't do that if you constantly turn to your family and they solve your problems. Mm -hmm. So what choice we made was to take the road, the high road, and we chose to have our back up against the wall. Nobody came to help us. We needed to go into the unknown, find the solution, stop passing the pain on, and do that from the time we were children all the way up until the last couple of years. We don't need to do it anymore. Wow. But that's I am such did. a leader. <laughs> I am such a leader. <laughs> yes. Yes. And when you look at who you are today, You wrote the script. So each of your family members just followed what you wrote. Mm -hmm. So if they were obnoxious, they were obnoxious because you asked them to be. If they were cruel or heartless, you asked them to be. All based on what it is you chose to experience here. The only thing you didn't know on the other side before you came in is you have the right of free will as a human. And so you didn't know how you were going to react every experience that you've had you don't know until you actually are there choosing Mm -hmm. and when you're choosing you realize that in this moment I can either choose to love me and expand into more of who I am or I can choose to be afraid and shrink who I am and become less than who I am that is the choice that I could make and whichever choice you make, you're going to live. And the right of free will is really important because that's how you really recognize and remember who you are. Because we all went through the veil of forgetting before we came in and entered our mother's wombs. So we wouldn't remember who we were. Mm-hmm. And so we'd live the whole human experience 100% and get it. And we did. <laughs> And Earth was the last planet in this universe that carried third and fourth dimension. Every other planet in this universe is fifth dimension or more. That's why this was such an important mission. And each of us was handpicked by the Ascended Master Elders to be here based on your integrity, based on your level of self-love, based on the ability that you had to land on your feet, no matter what's been thrown at you, 
and as you gave yourself permission to do all these things, you gained the strength and the courage and the trust of your own soul. And we're here to trust the integrity of our own soul. And when you trust the integrity of your own soul, you don't need to know, you don't need to understand because those are both fear-based ideas. Mm -hmm. You just trust in the integrity of you. Wow, beautiful. And that is such a powerful message, but also like the message of trusting yourself, trusting your choices, trusting your knowing, trusting the universe, you know, God, spirit, creator, you know, trusting, but that's one of my big <laughs> lessons. I, I think I'm passing recently, so I'm, I'm happy about that. You know, so I, so I finally understood the concept of trust during this um, process with my husband. It, it's taken me, you know. That's why you created it, Alara. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alara, that's why you created it. I created my whole life falling apart and starting all over again um, and then ending up to do what I do today publicly so you know each of us have guided ourselves to step out of everything familiar everything that we were used to and stand in the trust of our own soul and when you do that that's when you stand in your mastery because when you're in your heart more than 51 boy I'm clearing big time mm -hmm. um I'm like a little one woman band when I do sessions so I'm burping I'm hiccuping <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, blowing my nose. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm clearing on a consensus level. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so the beautiful thing is, as we begin to recognize who we are, and I would like to also present another perspective, constantly the truth from what we've been taught. Um, in our most expanded form, we're pure liquid light, like I said, as a golden spiral of light. Mm -hmm. And we're all into everything. There's nothing we're not. So why would we have to learn what we already are? We're here to remember who we are because we went through the veil of forgetting. We're not here to learn anything. Because when we think we're here to learn something, then you're saying that you're not whole, complete, and perfect. Mm -hmm. And you are. As pure divinity, you're whole, complete, and perfect. You're having a living experience that you've designed, but that doesn't change the fact that you're a master and you are part and in, in wholeness of creator. And when you're in your heart, you're connected to your creator heart mm -hmm. and you're connected to the heart of creation. That's home. And that's when you're in your divine flow. And when you're in your divine flow, where you're not doubting or worrying or insisting or being um, impatient and those kind of things. When you do those kind of things, you're blocking your flow. In order to be clear and have the full range of all of the flow that you're entitled to, you have to be in trust in your heart. So many of you have created, especially this last year or two, circumstances where it looks like your whole world's falling apart and you are literally being guided to be in your heart more and more and more because that's where the truth is. You programmed into your sacred heart before you were born. Every person, place, thing, and experience 
you would require for this life. And you also downloaded all the ways you personally will wake up and remember who you are. You decided which gifts were going to come when. Nobody else. So when you get that, you step out of resistance. And resistance is fear. And with the law of attraction being an impersonal law, I didn't make it up. It's the same for everybody. You get 100% whatever you're giving out, whether it's through thoughts, feelings, words you're speaking, or choices you're making. You get back 100% like a boomerang, whatever you put out. So uh, many of us went through lots and lots of really painful turmoil. Because we agreed in this life to clear all of our maternal lineage and all of our paternal lineage through creation. And we chose to do that for our lineage. And for most of us, we completed that in the last five years. And that was necessary because as we step into fifth dimension and align with our fifth dimensional self, which, by the way, we're every dimension. They're not places, they're levels of self-love. So as we align with our own self-love of fifth dimension, then you need to be in your heart space living a loved-based life more than 51% of your day. And when you're doing that, we are stepping into being an androgynous like being. And we're the yin and the yang. We're only male and female and up and down and right and wrong and good and bad in third and fourth dimension because that's separateness. So right now, what we're doing is we're starting to collect all the fragmented parts of us that we went into total separation when we went from pure liquid light as a golden spiral floating and glowing. We came into form, and then we went into third dimension. And when we went into third dimension, we went into experiencing the exact opposite of everything we represented as love. Where our first lives are as murderers and rapists and pirates and thieves, where we have no conscience and we could care less. And we do that until we start caring. And we totally fragment ourselves completely into complete separation. And then as we shifted from third to fourth, because we started caring, then we start mindfully and consciously choosing our choices to step back into oneness and step back into being that beautiful being of light floating and glowing. And then we'll float and glow as long as we choose. And then there will come a point where we'll choose to come back into form again and have another round of experiences. And we choose a different 50 members from our soul family and we're off and running again. So that is the journey of a soul to go from complete oneness to complete fragmentation and then back to complete oneness again. Wow, beautiful. I love that. And I love how you said it's not about lessons. It's just about having experiences and choosing experiences. But also it's about staying in love for more than 51% of the day. And, you know, we can do that if we are not um, following mass media or television and things like that. That's exactly (laughs) right. Right? That's exactly right. And just to be clear about something, Mm -hmm. politics are not in the heart. Mm -hmm. You have to be in your head to be involved in politics. 
and you create your world. Yeah. Nothing outside of you creates your world. Your own vibration creates what you're going to experience. So it's not that I'm not aware of all the nonsense going on on so many levels, but I'm not attached to it. Mm-hmm. I know that the direction I'm putting my energy is I see the, the golden earth because we're stepping into the seventh golden crystal and age of wisdom and peace. And the new children, there's 77 different types of new children that have been coming on the planet since 1980. They are the wisest and the most sensitive beings on the planet. And we prepared the way those of us born before 1980 were (laughs) indigos and were system busters. And so we paved the way for the peacekeepers. And they're here to usher us in. So I see the earth and I put my energy into seeing the earth in a gold essence of light. Because we're stepping into the golden age. And that means you're stepping into your divinity. And you're stepping into being your divine self, not your human self. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to honor. So what we're doing now is we're aligning with our higher self. And in the golden age, which it's already started, I started seeing golden animals in 2005. And I was the only person that was talking about golden animals for six years Hmm. until finally in 2011, a lady named Nina Brown came out with a blog called the golden dolphins. I had seen six golden dolphins and a golden whale in 2005 when I was hired as a psychic and flown to Bimini with Lester Holt and David Childress to do a documentary on Atlantis and the Bermuda triangle. And I'd never seen golden animals before. And I saw them. So I get information 10 to 15 years before I see it in print or other people talking about it because I'm not in the loop of the media. I made a decision as a teenager. I have no interest in newspapers. I don't watch commercials as much as I can avoid them. I don't listen to the media because I understand that most of it is geared to frighten us Mm -hmm. and I don't have an interest in being frightened. So I will put my energy into reading something that's funny or that's heartwarming or that's showing humanity or animals or plants or whatever it is, a beautiful sunset. I fill as much as I can with what I choose, not what I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. And that's how you step out of the loop. And so it's time for all of us to step out of the loop and really embrace our choice, you know, our choice and our free will to choose something greater for ourselves. Because like you said, if we are on these types of calls and, you know, then we're here to do something different than everybody else. That's right. Than the mass, the mass media. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, you are here to lead the way. You're not here to blend in. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and right? By the like, way, I tried so hard to blend in and fit in, and you know, it never, it never worked. <laughs> well, stop and think about it, okay? Mm-hmm. The the younger souls and the baby souls, and this is just to keep the analogy simple. Think of them as kindergartners, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And you've already lived a bunch of lives, so now you're in college. Why would you take advice from kindergartners on how to live your life? when they haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. That's how ridiculous it is 
for us to tap into the mass media or the mass consciousness and let that make our choice. It makes no sense. You have a truth meter inside your own heart. That's your creator self, your creator self. You have your own truth meter and your heart never lies to you. Your head and your ego think Mm -hmm. that this is the only life you're living and that you're mortal. So it's constantly trying to keep you safe and small. So your head has a place. It's great for balancing the checkbook. It's wonderful if it's a red or green light when I cross the street. It's wonderful to read a book. But it has nothing to do with your choices in life. And it has nothing to do with what the truth is for you. So whenever you're afraid, whenever you're confused, whenever you're doubting, whenever you're anxious, you're in your head. Mm-hmm. And you need to be in your heart. And one of the emails I send out to my clients, I send out about 18 or 19 after the sessions because I send them things to support them along the way. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a page of suggestions. And there's six simple ways to get out of your head and get into your heart. So let me just mention a few. You can watch on YouTube videos of children laughing. You can watch YouTubes of animal antics. You can hold a pet because animals have already ascended. They carry a higher frequency of light than we do. They're here to help us ascend. Animals know how to unconditionally love. We're not quite there yet. And my younger daughter has been an animal communicator, Cherie, now for almost 35 years. And we rescued 100 dogs a year and we paid for it. We had 16 dogs in the house at one point, And we talked to them every day. And when you hear the wisdom that they carry, when you hear the choices that they make, they carry such a high level of integrity. It is astounding. It's absolutely astounding. And we live animal lives after human lives. I don't know if you know that, but we do. So the bottom line is they're in a higher frequency of light. That's why when people pass to the other side, and by the way, heaven is right here on earth. Earth is called heavenly earth. Heaven is not up in the sky somewhere. It's right here on earth, just three feet up off the ground. So is the rainbow bridge for animals. It's right here. They're just in a higher consciousness of light. So as you realize these things, animals make choices that are amazing. And if you've noticed the last 10, 15 years, Every single day on the internet, you see examples of one species befriending another species that we never saw before. I just saw a photograph this morning of a giraffe kissing a turtle. It reached all the way down and was kissing and laying its head on the turtle. And you could see the turtle lift its its head to, to connect to the giraffe. It was beautiful. This is the animal saying to us, stop being prejudiced. Stop looking at everybody as an enemy. Stop compartmentalizing everybody. Allow each being to be their own. And don't predetermine and prejudge. Open your heart to all life. We're one family. It would be pretty boring if we were all pink. Or we were all purple. Or we were all orange. 
that's how the animals look at it. They think it's wonderful that they have such ferocity. They don't look at it as something to criticize or judge or separate. So it's quite, it's quite wonderful. So embrace your animals. Hold them next to your heart. If you have had children or you've had brothers or sisters or you've had babysat, hold, remember holding the babies next to your heart and feel the purity and the beauty of who they are and their tiny little heels and their perfect little toes and their little eyelashes and their little necks that look like little old men. <laughs> right? Yeah. You I, can love, watch I love funny little babies. <laughs> yeah. You can watch funny movies. You can watch your favorite comedian. Just shift from things, putting your energy into the direction that you don't want to go in and put your energy into the direction you do want to go in. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And we try to make it so complicated, but it really is quite simple to, to, to raise yeah. our vibration, to maintain our vibration. It, it's, it's quite simple, actually. Yeah. You need to follow your heart and let feeling good guide you. And when you follow your heart more than 51% of your day by making you feeling good, your top priority, then your heart automatically guides you to live the greatest potential for you for this lifetime automatically. And by the way, there is no hierarchy. I've worked with the ascended masters, angels and archangels for over 71 years. And in all of those years, I've never once received an unloving, unkind, harsh, judgmental message. Not once. Mm -hmm. Because I work with the sacred heart and the I am presence. So when you read things that people have written, supposedly channeled, And they talk about the cabal and they talk about evil and they talk about these people that you're not getting anything from the heart and it's not true. It's they're giving you the information through the filter of their own fears. Right. That's how, you know. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know that. There is. Yeah. There is no evil. There's just unloving and loving energy, period. And we experience both. And we are both. And we need to celebrate both. Mm -hmm. But we can be discerning to recognize when it benefits us and when we need to stay away. That's a different thing. But it is important that we recognize that we're all everything. And we're living all of our lives now. There's no past and there's no future. You haven't even created tomorrow yet. And what determines what you're going to experience tomorrow. May I share a little fact about you, Alara, yes, that your please. higher self is telling me? Sure. You have 116 different current potentials for tomorrow, you personally. Which wow. one of those 116 potentials you actually live depends on only one thing, how much you love yourself today. Period. That's end of, end of story. Wow. Has nothing to do with anybody else. Yeah, beautiful. So that's why people that are putting their attention on looking for people to tell them what's coming up, what's going to happen. It's not the truth. We haven't created tomorrow yet. You're here to live in the present moment. You're here to live where you're breathing. We are given four things we're here to do now as ascended masters, as God and goddesses to lead the way. The first is, as I mentioned to make feeling good 
more than 51% of your day living a love-based life, your top priority. The second thing is you are here to be your own best friend, not your own worst enemy like you've been taught. So I suggest that you don't say anything to yourself that you would not say to a two-week-old infant. Not one unkind comment anymore. You also are the love of your own life. You are your own twin flame and you are your own soulmate. There's not others. You're taught there's others and there's strangers and they're here to harm you. That's a bunch of hooey. They're just other parts of you because you're all in everything. So there again, if you put your energy into being afraid, then you're going to create more things to be afraid of. So the key is when I stepped into being Anna, Mother Mary's mother, as my ascended master self in January of 2018. And one of the things Anna said to me is, Judy, just allow and release all resistance, all of it. And so I embrace everything with love. Example, I embrace the whole world. Like this morning, I did some prayer work and I saw the whole world and all of life being lilac flamed, which is the higher frequency of the violet flame. And I saw the whole planet being lilac flamed and every part and particle of life being lilac flamed rather than to go into reading all the things about yesterday and the inauguration and this one did this and this one did that. I don't have any interest in that. Mm -hmm. I put my energy into lilac flaming the whole planet and seeing the golden essence in all of life and seeing nature in its most pristine form and people running through fields laughing and dancing and smiling. That's where I put my energy. I saw the wildlife dancing with us. And if you've ever seen videos of dogs dancing, it's quite wonderful. Mm -hmm. They wiggle those little hips like you wouldn't believe. It's so cute. So the point is, I put my energy into what I choose. Yeah. And by doing that, we even had in Palm Springs last year when I was living there, um, we had two earthquakes. And I was one of the people that was evacuated in 1970 in Sepulveda in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles for six months. I was also living in the place where the earthquake started, which was Tarzana, California, in the early 1990s. There again, went through the same thing. So when this happened in last year, through both earthquakes, I literally, the moment I felt the rolling feeling, because it's like a wave of energy, if you've never experienced one, it rolls. And when you feel that, I didn't put one thought into survival. I didn't put one thought into, do we have water? Where's my passport? Do I have cat? I didn't even go there. I put my hand on my dog. I felt where he was. And I said, I choose the most benevolent outcome or something even better. And I sent that to the I am presence of every member of my family, including all of our animals, and to the I am presence of all souls. And I said, and I know in this moment, everything is unfolding beautifully to honor all of life in the way that most gives them the opportunity to love themselves more. And that's all I repeated 
two or three times. And then I sat in that quiet energy while the whole rolling happened. So I'm not talking about, because I get a lot of people that say things to me. Like last year, I took off three months. I still did over 850 sessions. So I do a lot of work with people from all over the world. And I get a lot of comments like, well, you know, it's fine to be in your heart, but I live in the real world and I work and I do too. I go to the market. I deal with people. I have gas pumps that don't work all the time or this happens or that happens. Um, the bottom line is when you're in your heart, you don't feel threatened. When you're in your heart, you're being nurtured and supported and valued and loved. And you, you have no concerns and no worries. It's only when you're in your head you go through all that stuff. So I just kept seeing open hearts on all these people and animals. I saw trees with open hearts and plants with open hearts. And I just kept seeing everything open-hearted. And it was just wonderful. And so when the rolling finished, we were all okay. But there again, I wasn't interested, nor did I put my energy into all the what ifs. I put my energy into what I chose, which was to be at peace. And in my opinion, when you can be at peace in your heart, no matter what the story is that's going on out here, that's mastery. Because it's just a story everybody made up. And by the way, all scripts were dissolved 19 years ago. All oaths and covenants agreements of third dimension were dissolved. All karma was dissolved because that's only a third dimension thing. We all became sovereign beings with a clean slate when we shifted from third to fourth. We're not here, as Archangel Michael said to me. He said, Judy, this was in 2007. For those of you that are here to lead the way, Judy, he said, you guys are not here to heal, fix, mend, or band-aid. One more soul at your expense. You're done. From this point on now, you come first. And this is the second half of your life. And you can create it with so much more joy and pleasure and fun because the hard part's done. You're finished. You've shifted the planet from third to fourth. Now you just need to live a fifth dimensional life and set an example. And that's what I'm suggesting to you today. To make love the core of all of your choices because that's really all you are. Wow. Wow. Thank you. I love that. I love that we don't, we don't have to, you know, heal, clear, release anymore, but it is more about focusing on ourselves and loving ourselves and making choices from our heart that are based in love, not fear. That's, that's right. That's just moving forward. That's, that's, that's our choice. Right. And it's about staying out of the head and following the heart more and more and more, you know, it's, it's, uh, yep. You know, so some of us and are feeling are your own truth. Yeah. You know, feeling your own truth. If it doesn't feel good, why are you there? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty simple. If it doesn't feel good, find a way to either change it. I'll give you a quick example. The house that we leased for six years, I lived with my younger daughter and she got married five, six years ago. So now my son-in-law and the house that we leased had a huge, steep driveway. And I was a planetary healer for most of my life. So when the Japan earthquake happened, as an example, in 2009, I woke up and the whole left side of my body didn't work. And my guides came in two days later and said, Judy, 
you agreed to process the Japan earthquake through the feminine side of your body to bring Japan back into balance because it was way extreme in the patriarchal. And as Japan heals, you will heal. So I spent four and five months holding on to furniture. I didn't think to buy a cane. I don't know why, but I didn't. And then all of a sudden I saw a commercial for a cane and it was like a V8 moment. I need to get a cane. <laughs> so I held on to furniture till I got to the door, to the tree, to the back of the car. I finally got in the car and I was living in Northwest Arkansas at the time. And it's incredibly rural there. They don't have streets, um, sidewalks. They don't have public parks. They have a Walmart. That's where I went. Mm-hmm. And I got out of the car and I got ne- I parked right next to the shopping carts and I bought a cane. I walked with a cane for two and a half years. And now I'm at the point all these years later where my knees do not fully bend. They're like in a sitting position. So for me to get down on the floor and look under a bed is very painful mm-hmm. because my calves do not touch my thighs. And so when they said, as Japan heals, you will heal, that's kind of been the way it is. So in 2012, I said to my higher self, I no longer choose to be a planetary healer and run it through my body. Mm-hmm. I now choose to run it through the heart of creation and let the heart of creation cleanse it and clear it. I'm done. So I've had a lot less pain and a lot less issues since I made that choice. But there again, I'm talking about how we choose before we come in everything Mm -hmm. so we can choose that for ourselves as well because i know there are a lot of people on the call or who will listen later who uh, are processing for the collective through their bodies still that they can make a different choice now so let's take a minute and do that okay Mm -hmm. okay everybody just tune into your heart space and see yourself as a golden being of light And in this moment, we are calling forth the parts of you that are living, having other life experiences where you've already gone through what you're going through or similar what you're going through in this life. And we ask those aspects of you to come into your heart and guide you in grace. We ask for any way, shape, or form that we have limited ourselves We ask that that be cleared and we keep the pearl of wisdom from every single experience. But we don't need the experience anymore. We just need the pearl of wisdom. We choose to come into the core of our being. And we choose to come in purity and clarity and harmony and peace. We choose for all the consciousness of who we are. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but every cell in your body has its own consciousness. Every toe on both your feet have their own consciousness. Every organ has its own consciousness. You want all the consciousness of you working in divine harmony and synergy and oneness and going all in the same direction for your highest benefit and your grandest version of you for this life, living your greatest potential. You don't want each helter skelter going its own direction. So we ask for all the consciousness of you to come together in divine harmony. And all your bodies, all your minds, and all your hearts, and all aspects of your soul, all lives you're living, many part of you 
that has been fragmented come home as golden rays of light into your sacred heart, into the core of you, in through infinity, out through infinity, and of infinity. And any energy that we are taking in, in any way, shape, or form, we choose only divine grace, only what truly honors us and allows us to live the truth for us. And everything else goes into the heart of creation, is transmuted and cleansed and cleared into its own expression of love now anew. And so we stand in our mastery, standing in the truth of who we are in oneness. And we know that every single thought, word, deed, and choice that we make is blessing us and honoring us. And we just know that we know. And so it is, beloved we are. Wow. They just showed me the earth like a windshield wiper that just went wiping it all away. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. A big windshield wiper. That's really funny. Okay. (laughs) Beautiful. So I'd like to, with your permission, Mm -hmm. I'd like to download the Flower of Life um, charging station. Oh, yes. So that we can uh, do this. And if you read everything, because I wanted to include what I felt were the most important gifts that Selenite will present to us. And this beautiful moon goddess, Selene, when I see her, she is this malleable form of light with this beautiful crescent moon going from her third eye, which is the middle of the crescent, going up like little horns on the front of her forehead. And it's all in gold. It looks like gold glitter. It's absolutely beautiful. And then the rest of her is just in this illumined form. It's really, really gorgeous. So you can read all the things that Selenite does. But the reason I was guided to choose this for this call was because of the huge amount of transformation we're going through. Mm-hmm. Who we are in the morning is not who we are in the afternoon. We're changing that fast. So selenite is self-cleaning. So you don't have to worry about cleaning it. And this flower of life is the blueprint for life. And if you look at the Fibonacci symbols in seashells, especially, you can see it. If you look at the flower of life, it's all spirals. That's the basic form of life. So this beautiful selenite flower charging station has the ability to assist you with all the gifts that Selenite presents. So I'd like to take this moment and I'm holding and putting the Selenite charging station right next to my heart. Hold on. Okay. In my bra, (laughs) right next to my heart. And by the way, you have three hearts. I don't know if you know this. You have your human heart when you're in human form. You have your chakra heart when you're in form. But your sacred heart is your immortal heart. That is your creator heart. And that is the heart that is the most important. And your connecting point for your sacred heart is a little hollow space at the base of your throat. And the sacred heart resides right in front of the spinal column. 
So the flower charging station, with your permission, flower of life charging station, which is selenite, I'm now offering to your sacred heart and for the selenite to download into you, activate and initiate all the gifts that it has that would most honor you now. And I'm seeing the moon goddess, Selene, standing in front of each one of you. And I see her putting her right hand on your heart area, right in the middle of your chest. And she's transferring the flower of life charging station and the power of selenite through her body into your heart. So take a moment and feel her because she's right in front of you. And now she's taking her left hand. She's moving to your right side. And she's got her right hand on the front of your heart space. And she's putting her left hand on the back of your heart space. Right between your shoulder blades and a little farther down. So just take a moment and feel what she's doing. And there again, we're offering this to your I am presence and to your sacred heart. And so we want the selenite to release anything that's blocking you from being your authentic self. We want you to have complete honesty with yourself and then you can be honest with others. We're asking that all the information that is written on the light rays of your soul are now being aware of what to share with you. We're asking for all of your master gifts that you're now ready to step into come forth in the way that truly does honor you. We ask for you to be able to communicate with the more expanded and spiritually evolved beings and masters and teachers of your own soul. Because remember, you're all into everything. Everything is part of you. And we're asking for the creation of the new synapses within your bodies and allowing you to see more clearly the bigger picture as it also calms, promotes stillness and inner peace. This symbol is a holographic fluid symbol of sacred geometry, and it has all the essential building blocks and necessary for your new bodies. So we ask that you bloom in the way that truly honors you as a living flower of life. And contained within that flower of life are all five platonic solids. We also extend for our male and female to merge into the yin and the yang, the give and take of life and the balance. We also allow the spiral of our genetic codes to give our DNA and our RNA the new codes that we're ready for and to open whatever chakras we're ready for at this time. And we are also asking for the restructuring of our biology to go beyond the changes that are needed to jump to the next rung of the ladder for our life here on earth. As we are living truth, healing and opening new portals of truth, 
healing and remembrance. And now I see Celine standing in the middle of all of us. And she's got a bolt of lightning light coming in through her body. This is the next step, the jump that we just asked for. And now she's got her right hand as it's going through her body into your heart. So you're receiving everything that she's receiving to give you your new bodies, your new hearts, your new minds, and aligning with your new soul experience. And in this moment, Selene has a cobalt blue ray coming through the top of her head, illuminating her whole being. And now I'm seeing that same cobalt blue is covering each of us. And now there's rainbows of colors that are coming out of her and that are going into our hearts. And we now look like a rainbow fountain of light. All the colors, the new colors of fifth dimension. Our chakras are expanding from seven chakras to 12 or more in whatever way really honors us. And as each chakra is opening, we're receiving the gift of an illumined spinal column and our kundalini. And as we connect, our third eye, which is our masculine eye in the middle of your forehead with your fourth eye, your moon eye on the crown of your head, that's your feminine eye. We ask that they merge so that you see through the divine eye of truth for you. Connected to your sacred heart and your I am presence. So in this moment, every part of you is coming home to the truth of who you are. As you stand in the grace. And now you're opening to your moon wisdom as God and goddesses. And whatever moon wisdom and your God and goddess energies that could assist you now from this point on, we ask that it come forth in love, ease, grace, and joy. And this prayer is to create the most benevolent outcome or something even better. And everything is unfolding in such beauty and such joy that our cells are laughing and our mind is tranquil and our heart is full and our female and male organs are completely clear and all of our meridians, that beautiful energy that comes through our body and up our feet, out the crown of our head and comes back down as we connect to Gaia from our heart to her heart. And we reconnect knowing that she's a part of us and we're a part of her. We offer this to each of your higher selves and we know that in this moment, Everything that would honor you is known by your higher self. And all of your higher selves are allowing whatever would be 
the most benevolent outcome for you to come forth now. And so it is, beloved we are. So you now have this flower of life charging station encoded in your own heart. And that selenite is now going to guide you and assist you in all the ways that selenite does. Wow, that was yeah, beautiful, amazing. Uh, thank you so much. That was <laughs> I don't even I don't even have words. I'm speechless. That was yeah. Do we I, have a way that we can take calls? Yes, absolutely. So we have people with can, their hands can, raised. Um, yeah, yeah. So they can. Can we them. do that? Sure, absolutely. That I, I know people would love it. <laughs> okay, I'd like to do that. Okay, cool. So we'll take a few questions um, from the callers and maybe a few questions in the chat. We'll see what we'll see what works. Okay. And please, okay. please don't unmute yourself until I ask you to. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because it's not going to work. So just raise your hand, okay? The best you can. So Christina, you want to unmute yourself? How do you raise your hand? Hi there. Thank you. This is Christina, but I see somebody else's name on the screen. No, I think you're the one, Christina. Okay. Yeah, now I just see you. Hi, um, Judy. Thank you. It has been many, many months since we've spoken and I'm so grateful. Alara, thank you for having Judy on. Um, Judy, thank you for this gorgeous meditation. I put a large piece of selenite behind my spine as you <laughs> five rods that were all tied together. So I'm very, very grateful. Um, I, I would love your information or assistance on this. Um, or I'm hope I'm asking, I'm choosing to release and clear. Um, my mother passed in the end of October. Okay. And for many years prior, I had done my best to come into a mutual field of loving, which she would not have because she would not deal with all of the abuse that both my brother and I had dealt with as growing up where we would not be in that. Okay. That coming forward now to where we are as of the last two days, um, when she passed, um, all of the assets were gone. And I discovered two days ago that I had in fact been cut out of the will and that she had written a very hate-filled letter. The will and the letter were done in 2010, a year after my father's death. So she totally redid his will and justified what she did with me through venom and denial and all of this other stuff. It has left me feeling, experiencing, and this has been reflected in my surroundings for the last three years of rentals, where it's almost like I am being compressed in a field of hate around me. It's like I'm a flashpoint. I walk into a room or I walk into a store and people start yelling. You, do you know what I mean? It's like insane. Okay, first of all, I don't want to do that. I cheat. All, no more of that. Okay, first of all, let the old story go. Great because it's already served you, you got everything out of it, and you're the one that designed it to happen that way. Okay. 
And the purpose of it was so that you would step into trusting and aligning with your own heart and not looking outside of you for assistance. It's you coming into your own truth. So I'm going to suggest that you, and I don't know what we've done, Christine, with each other, what we haven't done, but I'm going to suggest that when you can be in your heart space and you can feel you're in your heart space, you call in your mother's higher self, you call in the part of her that's pure love, not the part that judges and criticizes, and you tell her everything that you need to say and be blunt and honest, but get it done. Get all that toxic energy out of you because when we swallow our pain, that energy stays in our solar plexus, which is your power center. And it creates disease, illness, and aging. And you don't need that. Mm -hmm. And you're not a child anymore. So regardless of what your parents did or didn't do with their assets, it has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. That's the story you created so that you would stand on your own in a whole new way and take back your power and step out of the family dynamic. Because remember, your parents were designed not to be there for you in some very important ways. Well, they showed up that way. Do you get it? Yep. Okay. So I'm not suggesting that you just ignore it. That's not healthy on any level. But I'm suggesting that you embrace your parents in your heart and, le- and recognize that you wrote the script to include that whole scenario. Okay. And you need to be there for you. And every single time you go back into the family dynamic and you play the part of the child that has now been in some way, shape, or form misaligned, you're just creating more of it. And that's re- not really what I think you want. Am I right? No, absolutely. I really have been focusing on bringing forward the Peace Foundation and the meditation with it and the Arts Foundation for the kids. And it's my focus has been actively being a conduit of God's light and spirit for the flourishing of all. But you're God, your source, you're all that is. You are bringing forth the light from your own self. Don't make it out here. I love what you, you said. Bring your we're light. our own best friend. Yeah, our own best friend, our own best cheerleader. Yeah. We are yeah. our own soulmate. And that's exactly what I, I came into knowing, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And But here's the thing. In order to go through all of the uncomfortable feelings you've been going through, you've had to be in your head, not your heart. Yeah. So the answer for you is to spend time in your heart, be in nature. Allow yourself to be cleansed in nature. Just by being around nature will do that. The ionic from waves of the ocean clear your entire energy field. You can also ask for the wisdom of the trees to clear you because you carry tree wisdom. And trees and elephants and dolphins and whales carry the highest frequency on the planet. So I suggest, Christine, that you tap into your heart first. Call in the I am presence of your mother. Tell her everything you need to say and understand that forgiveness is not needed here because you're not a victim. Mm -hmm. Nobody is ever a victim. Everything's been agreed upon before you came in and you've never made a mistake. Everything you've created has brought you to this moment 
with uh, you and I on the phone, and we're here by divine appointment. You know that. Yep. Right. Yes, I sure so do. I, 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 I would just see the way they're showing it to me. Your guides see a hot air balloon sitting in front of you. Take all the things from your family. Put every family member in the balloon. Put all the legal stuff, the wills, all of it in the balloon, and send it into the light, and you're free. Oh my God. Do you understand? Yeah, I, t I absolutely and, do. And then feel that beautiful bolt of lightning light that the moon goddess Celine just put in you is opening new doors and windows of opportunity for you to honor you today, nothing from before today. Okay? Yeah, uh, no, just so you know, I'm in sub zero snow. So playing in the ocean isn't okay. Yeah, so there's not a lot oh, of nature. Okay. I'm in if you look at snow, snow looks like diamonds. <laughs> yes. And being in the diamond code is one of the highest frequencies you can do. So just picture yourself totally like a, a snow goddess and shape yourself any way you want to shape yourself and allow the water, the snow consciousness to help clear you. Mm, I love that. Because it's still power. It's still water. It still can clear you. Do you get that? Yeah, absolutely. And remember, you're, you're snow. You're the ocean. You're everything. So you're clearing yourself. Yeah. And remember, forgiveness is not needed ever because nobody's ever been a victim. So wow, have a beautiful day, Christine. And it was lovely to connect again. Oh, me, you too. God bless you, Judy. You are such a joy. And I learned to play and buy little kids toys at the dollar store because of you. <laughs> well, it takes one to know one, cutie pie. So thank you, continue Christina. Playing. God bless you, my friend. I love you. Thank you. And thank you, Laura, for calling on me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. That was great. Um, all right, we're going to go to Michelle Kidd. You want to unmute yourself? Hi, Michelle. Oh, hello. Are you there? Uh, yes. Hi. Hello, Laura. Hello, Judy. Sorry, I had problems Hi. unmuting myself. That's all good. Um, thank you for this wonderful call. Um, my question is, um, I've been singing and dancing with the moon for weeks, so clearly you were calling me and I was responding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, today, uh, when I looked behind me, I saw a dark shadow down on the floor when I looked at it fully it went and I thought well obviously I didn't understand that you were coming into my energy and you were calling me and I didn't know what that thing was coming into my energy either and my question is how do we sense or feel that something is in our energy so that if it's not for our highest good that we can clear it and how well, do we when you're in your blending. when you're in your heart when you're in your heart Michelle more than half of your day you're living a love based life and that's all you need to do because remember you get what you're putting out so as long as you're not putting out fear and anxiety and all of this you know a certain percentage is healthy you know we we are in human bodies we're here to live a life so a small percentage of fear is healthy 
but not to the volume that we've been programmed and brainwashed to experience it. So when you see something like that, embrace the shadow, take it into your heart and say, welcome. Welcome. I fill you with all my light. Then you don't have to care what it is. Do you understand? You oh, embrace yeah. everything. I saw what it was, that it was a being that wanted to return to the light. So I invited Archangel yeah. Michael to come in and, and assist. There. But assist remember, her. you're calling in the part of you that's Archangel Michael. Be clear about that. You're not calling yes. in a being outside of you. You're calling in a part of you. So now you know mm. that the moon goddess, Selene, has been working with you for the last several weeks. That's what it yes, is you've been experiencing. Okay? And remember, she's asked us to sing to the moon at night, um, either a song or our, a tone. So you might want to consider that. Okay? Yeah. It's been strange even without knowing it. I've been going out into my garden in the snow and the rain in the night and dancing and singing with her. So yes, even that's what I'm talking about. understanding yeah. it, I, I knew yeah. it. So, yeah. yeah, thank I you, Barbara, and you did a wonderful call. When I, awesome. when I do calls like this, I call in the I am presence of everybody that is going to be guided to be on the call and all the replays. And I ask for the higher selves to help me to know what it, the perfect subject is for this group of people. It's not random. It's guided 100%. And so you can now see how Celine was already working, knowing she had already connected with you. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you for your call, yeah, Michelle. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. All right, so Dhruv, uh, Dhruv you want to unmute yourself? <clears throat> Hi, this is Dhruva. Hi, Dhruva, sorry. <laughs> so, Hi, Dhruva. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hi, Judy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and it's nice to connect to you. Yeah, connect to you again. Uh, I wanted to know what is my purpose? What is my mission right now? We all have the same mission. We're here in this life. We all chose the same mission because the planet's shifting from third to fifth. We're here to love ourselves more in this life than we're here to love ourselves in any life. That's what we're all here for. Now, your personal gift that you're here to give to the world cannot come out when you're in your head in fear. It can only come out when you're in your heart in love more than 51% of your day. So you just need to be in your heart more than half of your day. And those gifts that you had programmed into you, that your personal signature of divinity will come forth. Uh -huh. Sounds good. Makes sense, Dhruva? Yeah. You have to get out of your head. Yeah, <laughs> hard to do sometimes. Well, just remember that the head doesn't feel good. Yeah. So That's true. we have to stop being gluttons for punishment. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's like I was talking about when I was explaining about the, the steep driveway, and I didn't get a chance to finish, but here's the rest of it. 
So when I need to take the trash cans out, there's this huge, steep grade. And with my knees being the way they are from being a planetary healer, it was not easy. Okay, because the trash cans came up to my chest. I'm only five foot two. Trash cans are just six inches smaller than me. So to push these weighted things down those driveway was really hard. So I call in the part of me that's Hercules. And when I call in the part of me that's Hercules, I actually feel my muscles get stronger. I feel my legs get stronger. My entire skeletal structure gets stronger. And my Hercules part of me helped me to take the trash cans down the steep driveway. So you can call forth the parts of you, whether it's the part of you as Archangel Michael, the part of you that is, you know, the moon, the part of you that is the mountain range, the part of you that's the ocean, whatever it is that would honor you at that time, that's where you want to come from. Okay? Okay. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm curious, Linda, where are you? I see like sunshine on your face. Where are you? You, you want to unmute yourself? Uh, can you hear me? Yep. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Hi. Okay. Hi, Linda. Hi. I'm so excited that I get to talk to you again. It's wonderful. I'm we really thrilled. I'm very we lost excited. Your video now, Linda. I know. I don't know how to get it back. Laura, oh. just Okay. Um, wait. No worries. It's okay. What's your question? <laughs> no worries. Remember, it's perfect just the way it's happening. Yeah, it's all good. Be at peace with just the way it's happening because you've designed it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Linda, unmute yourself. Okay, better? Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I would like to align more with the dolphins and the whales because I've had experiences with them before. And sometimes I just okay. don't feel as connected. So is there okay. something I should do to reconnect? Well, first of all, the dolphins came to remind us that we're divine beings of joy. That's what they're here for. Because when we were infants, we knew that. When you look at a baby, unless they've been abused, they are so excited about life. They rub their little thighs together they're, they're happy and ecstatic one moment and in deep, deep grief the next moment. They're 100% honest, correct? Yes. Yes. They even make a mural with their feces because they think it's wonderful. <laughs> and then we got talked out of it by our family. And then we got talked out of it by the school system and the media and the churches and on and on and on. And now we're coming back into living as our authentic self. So we're doing this big loop. So the key with dolphins and whales is joy. So see, and by the way, you have a golden dolphin that's your personal golden dolphin. It's a part of you. And it's standing on its flukes right in front of you. Aww. And out of its blowhole is coming bubbles, rainbow bubbles. Aww. Hold on. Uh, the dolphin's name is Freya, F-R-E-I-A. Okay. And it's now putting its heart right next to your heart and its nostrum, its, its whole head is covering the top of your head. Oh. So take a moment and feel 
the dolphin is giving you heart-to-heart love. Just take a moment and feel it. Mm. And I'm asking for all of your golden dolphins, for everybody on the call, for each of you to accept your dolphin hug from your golden dolphin at the same time. Yes, Priya is saying that you can call her in anytime and she is always available for a dolphin hug. That's how you connect. You connect heart to heart, sacred heart to sacred heart. It's also how you connect to fifth dimensional beings. When you meet a fifth dimensional being and you're in your heart space, you see all the lives they're living and everything that they're, they're feeling. There's no secrets. That's why everything on the planet right now looks so nuts because everything is allowing everything to be revealed. It's not loving. So there's no more secrets anymore. So this dolphin Freya is showing me that she connects to you by heart hugs. I hope that helps and enjoy. Um. It's just wonderful. Thank you so much. It's just You're beautiful. Welcome, Thank you, both of you, so much. Thanks, Alara. You're, You're welcome, Linda. Thank, Thank you. you, Judy. You guys are You're great. Welcome. Love you. Love you too, Linda. Thank you. Um, and I love that how, uh, you know, because somebody would just ask, you know, <laughs> do we all have golden dolphins? Yes, we all have a golden dolphin, right? And we just we just yeah. now uh, hugged our golden dolphin from the heart. So absolutely, we just yes, yeah. So that's exactly right. We hugged ourselves. Yeah, yes. beautiful. So thank you for that. Um, Ellie was asking Judy, can you tell us a little bit more about the three hearts? The, she said the last months I feel as if these three hearts became one. Yes, you're exactly right, Ellie. Because we're not in separateness anymore. We're not our old self. We're coming back into oneness. You're exactly correct. Beautiful. Good. Thank you. Um, all right. Pat, do you want to unmute yourself? I don't know how many questions we're going to take, but Pat, do you want to unmute yourself? Okay. Judy, I want to thank you. I just love you so much. Um, oh, I, so I love you too. I connect with your energy and I love the dolphins. I felt I was a mermaid in another lifetime <laughs> actually you've had 16 lives as mermaids and mermen yes you have <laughs> that's why i love being near the ocean and the water you know i just yes love, love and it. also your mermaid and merman lives were some of the most fulfilling lives you've lived yes because you love the feel of the water as you as you swim through it you like the water caressing your whole body yes I agree. And That's I why you would be very good to stand in warm rain oh. because it would remind you of your mermaid self. So when it rains, just feel that water caressing you and touching your whole body as, as a mermaid. And you've also had merman lives. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful thing. And by the way, mermaids names are songs. Oh. They're not words. So let me sing your song. Are you ready? Okay. On a high, on a high, mm -hmm. on a high. Mm -hmm. That is the main mermaid life as an elder 
that you're living. It's on a high. It's a song. It's not, it's when you pass to the other side, you're not known by your name or your body. You're known by your heart song. And your heart song is the tone of self-love you carry in your heart. And everybody has their own energy signature. So your heart song is what you start hearing when you pass to the other side. You hear the song of your own heart. That's how you're known on the other side. So on a high just gave you her heart song. On a high. That's your heart song. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And is there a message for me to stay more balanced in my physical body? Um, well, they're showing me you pull to the head all the time. So okay. if, you, if you just breathe, breath will always take you home. So if you just stand, especially with your feet on grass, if you can, and just let the meridians open and breathe very slowly. When you breathe in through your nose and you hold it to the count of five, and then you blow out slowly like you're a goldfish kissing, and you keep blowing out slower and slower. When you hold your breath to the count of five, you go down all four levels of the mind. It's the most gracious, easy way to connect to the deepest calm in your soul is through breath. Breath always takes you home. So just stand in nature and whatever, if you're in the house, connect to the sunlight, whatever you need to do, or connect to the snow or the water, whatever it is. Okay. And then just feel yourself breathing and just take a breath in through your nose, hold it to the count of five, and then blow out slowly. And each time you blow out, you slow up, you blow out more slowly. That's how I taught meditation to children when I was eight years old in Sunday school. Um, it's a very simple process, but it is amazing how it takes you to your center and takes you into home just through your breath. And that's my guidance, Judy, to breathe through my heart and to... Yeah to release. I do that a lot all yeah. day. Yeah, well, there you go. So I'm just adding that you connect to some form of, of you that's nature. Okay. That will ground you. So if I can't go out and if it's too cold to walk. You can, you can put your hand, you can take a shower. Okay. You can drink water. You can eat food. Anything that, that just adds to your awareness okay. of nature. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. Have fun breathing. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, Pat. Thank you. Many blessings to both of you, Alara and Judy. Love thank you. Pat. Thank you. I love how she got her heart song. That was so beautiful. Yay. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> All right. how, how, are you, how are you doing, Judy? I'm doing great. I want to allow a few minutes to explain the way I work. Yeah. Um, for for the sessions but i would really like to take some more calls awesome cool okay so let's just take a, a few minutes and just talk about how you work and then we'll take some more calls okay is that okay okay because um, i i will I like work, get sidetracked i work <laughs> different um mm -hmm. than i'm aware of other people working mm -hmm. um i don't make money or time more important than the person right now my clients are scheduling into june and we are coming together by divine appointment. Every single time I do a session, you and I have agreed 
before we were born to have that session. And it's it, you're guided by divine timing. So as an example, if you're scheduling into July or you're scheduling into August or whenever you're scheduling, it's the perfect time for you. Because whatever we're going to share with your sacred heart, you need to be ready for mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And your higher self knows when you're ready. And so time has nothing to do with it. So I get people who will say to me, you know, can I get in sooner? And there's that anxiety. And I will say to them, that kind of defeats the purpose. You're You're being guided when's right for you. You were guided to listen to the call at the time when the schedulings are happening in this time frame. I'll give you an example. I had a lady in Norway. I've probably done 15 sessions with her and her daughter over the years. But every time she contacts me, I'm doing an email session because she lives so remotely. It's very hard for us to do it by phone. So anyway, um, she called me in June. She sent me an email in June. And she said, Judy, I mean, pardon me, in September. And she said, I'm ready for another session. And I said, okay. So I tuned in and her guide said, no, it's not the right time. So I marked on my calendar each month, I would tune in. And they kept saying, no, she's not ready. No, she's not ready. We finally got into June of the next year. And when I tuned in (laughs) for June, my guide said, now she's ready. She needed to clear this and this and this. And they explained to me in great detail what she needed to clear before she would open up to the information I was going to give her, which was all galactic information. And when I contacted her and I said, okay, they're telling me June. And I gave her the date she could choose from. And then when she got on the call, she started crying. And she said, Judy, I realized this morning I got a message And it was loud and clear from my galactic family that this is now the time to start working with them. And you were exactly correct. So it isn't about time. Mm -hmm. It's about when it's the right time for you. When I do sessions, I allow three hours for each client because I never know how much time you're going to need. And I'm not invested and making, getting a bunch of people each day. I do three sessions a day or two or four, depending on what I'm guided that day. And I'm 100% there. I'm 100% present. And one of the greatest gifts I have is the ability to listen. I listen with my whole heart. I'm 100% there. I'm not anywhere else. And I stay with the person until I see the word finished, complete. And that's their higher self letting me know they got everything that we'd agreed upon before they were born today. Now they got it. Mm -hmm. And that's all I care about. And I get emails from people years later that will say, you know, you told me da, 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 da. And at that time I didn't get it, but wow, this last year, it all came in and I now get it fully. I I'm really understanding everything you told me. So my point is, it's not about making it about time. It's about when your soul is ready for you to expand more 
beyond where you've been. And that's a deeply personal thing. Mm -hmm. So when I do a session, I do whatever I'm being guided to do. I can't even begin to tell you all the different things I do. But whatever I'm guided to do, I'm in touch with and I connect to your sacred heart and your I am presence. And that's where I get my information that's right for you. Wow, beautiful. I love it. And, you know, you're right. It's always about divine timing. You know, it's it's always when it's it's the perfect time for you specifically, you know, for each person specifically. We we when we are booking a session and we and we hear Oh my God, June, we're in our head. We're not in our heart and we're not being in a That's right. We're not trusting, right? But I also am flexible enough and I'll give you a quick example. I had a lady who was scheduled. She had booked six, I think for her, it was eight months ahead anyway. And that particular day, she had a family emergency that came up and she needed to call. And she said to me, Judy, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to cancel. And there was a a serious thing in her family. Mm -hmm. And I sent her back a note and I said, no concerns. We'll reschedule when it's the right time. Take care of your family. Within 20 minutes, I had a call from a client whose son died with her right then and there. And she was all by herself. And I talked her through it to help her to know who to call, what to do, how to work with her son. That's why the session rescheduled. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. I I show up and I'm not, I don't have any preconceived ideas. I don't have any preconceived ways in which I'm thinking this goes. You and I are creating it as we go. That's how I work. And whether I'm downloading information, giving you messages from family members, giving you information about other lives you're living, whether it's um, healing energy, whether it's giving you um, understanding different gifts that you have that are just now coming forth. I've had people tell me, you know, I had an experience when I was four years old. Nobody can answer this for me. And I know who would, I know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And what my guides told me, especially Mother Mary, um, when I first went public, because I had been doing what I'd been doing for 45 years, and I didn't tell anybody. I didn't think what I did had any relevance for anybody else. And then they asked me to go public, Ascended Master Hilarion and Archangel Gabriel, your clarion call. And I noticed that when I would go to do a function, I had people lined around the corner, and I'd never done a public function before. And I would be with the people till 8.30 at night and the, the place shut down at 4.30 or 5. And I was still working on people with the cleaning crew. Mm-hmm. And so after the sixth time of this happening, I went to the masters and I said, what is it that I'm doing that's so different? And they said, Judy, you're like the emergency doctor. And we send to you, now mind you, this is what they explained to me, you're working with the 1% Of the 10% here to lead the way, you're working with the highest vibrational people on the planet that are the most stuck. And that's who you are and that's what you're doing. And you've done this for so many lifetimes that we have to find amusing ways to present the information to you so you don't get bored. And boy, do they give me information in amusing ways. I'm sometimes downright laughing. Okay, so my point is, 
that's what I do. Then they came to me four or five years ago and said, now you're working with the one half of the 1%. And I started laughing. I said, great, now we're into pot. The one half of the one third of the one eighth. Mm -hmm. I said, I get it. I understand. But each of you on the call, you carry the highest vibrations on the planet. And by the way, your hearts touch every heart on the planet just by you breathing. It has nothing to do with what you do. You're a pure heart. You didn't come here to do a bunch. You came here to be and to share the essence of who you are. Mm -hmm. That's what you're here for. So that's what I do. And I find where you're stuck and we clear it together. And I also offer to my clients that if I'm coughing, if I'm going through physical things with my throat and I can feel that you're clogged, because you haven't spoken your truth, then I offer to that soul for no charge another three hours. And I show them a technique, which I talked to the lady earlier today when I said you call in the higher self of the person. Mm -hmm. And I help them clear all the toxic energy that they've held on to for their whole life. And I show them how to do that so that for the rest of their life, they will always be able to clear themselves. They'll always be able to speak their own truth, whether they can talk to the person directly or they talk to their higher self. It doesn't really matter. And I do that for no charge. And sometimes it goes for two or three hours. So I'll give you a very quick example. I had a client who I was on the phone with her and I was choking so hard when I was doing her session, I had to get off the phone and clear myself to get back on the phone with her. So when we scheduled the session eight weeks later and she got on the phone, one of the first things she said to me is, Judy, I trust you, but I don't feel like I have anything that I have not said. And I don't feel any angst with anybody. This was how she approached it to me. Mm-hmm. So we get into the session two hours and 15 minutes later. She finally says, my father molested me from the time I was seven until I was 18. And I've never told anyone. Mm-hmm. Bingo. That's where she was stuck. Mm-hmm. So if I had made time or money more important than her, she wouldn't have unstuck. By the time we finished at 2.45, she was clear. We had cleaned her womb and Mother Mary came in and recreated paradise in her womb. We cleaned out her whole body and I showed her how to help herself around that issue. And then I reminded her that we're here clearing all of our maternal and paternal lineage through creation. And that's why she went through what she did. So it isn't a simple just do a session. Yeah. I tune in and I'm targeted to be able to touch. And there again, when somebody says to me, you know, I've already heard this. And I'll say there's a difference between being aware of something and living it. And if you're not living it, then you need to hear it again. And the higher self is very clear with me. If I'm giving them information again that I've given them before or they think they've heard it before, it's because they're not taking it in and they're not living it. They're just in their head saying, oh, I know that. No, you don't know it. If you knew it, you'd be living it. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. How many times have you heard people say, oh, I'm I'm aware. I know all of that. No, they don't. 
And then when you talk to them, you realize they're not living it at all. They may be intellectually aware of it, but that doesn't help if you're not living it. So we're being guided today, and I've been living this way now for over 20 years. Our life is a living prayer. You don't have goals. Your life is a living prayer. You mindfully and consciously slow way down. We've been guided the last 10 years to slow way down. And you mindfully and consciously choose and be in touch with what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're speaking, and what you're choosing. And when you're doing that, then you are in your flow. And your life is pretty clear. So that's the way I work. I tune in to where you stuck mm-hmm. or what is the information that I need to give you or what is the coding or the downloading or whatever it is I need to do. And then when I'm complete, your higher self says to me, you're complete, you're done. I say, okay, now we're finished. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's it's so surreal though. You know, it's like, it's like okay, I'm thinking about, okay, I want to have a session with Judy. But it's like, I don't know what I'm going to be like in eight months, six months from now. I'm, I'm totally different every day. So it's like, oh, who knows what questions I'm going to have then, right? You trust your higher self and you trust your heart. Mm-hmm. That's the not needing to know and not needing to understand. That's what we're stepping into now, our yeah. master self. Yeah. So okay. when you come from that space, you're not connected to all the questions. You're not even in there. You just know you're being guided, whether you've heard my voice, whether you've seen my picture, whether you've seen my name, whether you've heard me, what well, doesn't matter. You're guided by the way we've agreed for you to be guided. Mm-hmm. And I show up and you show up and there we go. <laughs> right? So yeah. that's how I work. Awesome. I love it. I love it. And so you can... Get a session with Judy. Is it's on on the page? It says sixty to ninety minutes. But as Judy just yes. said, she it's not really about the time. It's about you know, nope. what, you know what's required. And mm-hmm. I also am creating, and I go by divine guidance in that too. And I'm it's been com- percolating. I create a custom prayer for the higher self of those that are scheduling, and then I that they get that custom prayer for scheduling. It's a special gift. Mm -hmm. And so each time I do this, the prayers are unique. They're individual to that particular group of people. And I never know what it is until I actually sit down. It takes me eight to 10 hours to channel the subject. Then it takes another six to seven hours to channel the prayer. Mm. Wow. Nice. So I never know what that's going to include. Because there again, it's not about me. It's about what is the group? What would be the most benefit for this group of people and those that are scheduling? So that's how I work. And that's the gift that I give. Beautiful. Thank you. And so you can take a look at the special offer. It's basically a session with Judy plus the bonus gift of the prayer. And that's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Judy one. So please do take a look at that and, and, just trust your heart trust your knowing follow your heart follow your guidance but for, come from your from your heart space so yeah as i think you know like randy says in the chat he's the best money i ever spent really <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> thank you, Randy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Randy. Um, so it's great. I love it. Thank you. And I'm going to book a session for myself, knowing it's going to be six to eight months down the road, but it'll be whenever it happens to be, it'll be what I require yeah. in that moment. You know, so it's like just. And really, the things that are the most meaningful in life present themselves to us at times. And many times we think, I don't even know that I'm ready for this. But when you listen to your heart, you'll feel the truth. Mm -hmm. That's really all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love yourself enough to feel the truth for you. Oh, I love that. Love yourself enough to feel the truth for you. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, I think, what, you know, a lot of times we're not loving ourselves enough, you know? So we've been taught to be our own worst enemies. We've been taught to be highly critical and judgmental of ourselves, And we've been told that we're not perfect. We've been told that we have to earn love and earn respect. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. You don't have to earn love or respect. You already are love. You already are respected because you're a part of divinity. You're complete, whole, and perfect. You don't have any things. You have experiences you're choosing to have. That's the difference. And the oldest souls are not going to pick the simple stuff. <laughs> nope. Jesus said to me, you guys cannot stand monotony. He said, you know, people think that the unknown is unknown. He said, that's not truthful. He said, you guys, you thrive on creativity and imagination. And that's what the unknown is. It's nothing more than where creativity and imagination exists. And he said, you guys are so gifted in creativity and imagination. So yeah. that's really the truth. And I just want to thank you, Alara, for giving me this opportunity to connect to your audience and for you and I to have agreed to have this experience with each other. Mm -hmm. And I really am grateful that on this time that we came together now, it's a very powerful time to be together with each other and to help each other feel the love of our own family of ascended masters and gods and goddesses. Mm -hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely. So beautiful. I just, I'm just so full of gratitude for this conversation and this call and just everybody who's here, you know, listening and asking questions. It's so, such a beautiful gathering. I just love it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad it, I'm glad you know, it's, it happened now when it did. It's like, it's perfect timing. <laughs> it really is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and each person matters yeah. to the group. We're each here by divine appointment. You need to give yourself a hug. And by the way, we've been taught to hug everybody else, but we have not been taught to hug ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need eight to nine hugs a day from us to us. It is the greatest form of self-love. The hug you till you bring yourself back to center through breath. And then when you're in your center, then make your choice mm -hmm. or speak your words or do whatever you're going to do. But hug yourself and bring yourself to center first. So you come from your truth self, not your head self. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's and may a great you process. all giggle, <laughs> giggle through life. And just give yourself a chance to be absolutely tickled with life, as Ashtar said. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a beautiful message too from Ashtar, from Mother Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Oh my, so many yeah. messages today. It's like, it's been amazing. You know, thank you. And then the dolphins and, you know, just so wonderful. That so, so and much there's also, there's Chief Joseph and he just has a real short message. So let me tune in very quickly. Mm-hmm. Chief Joseph is one of my main guides and he is a Nez Pierce chief who was always coming from a place of peace and cooperation. So let me tune in. The earth needs you to be clear. The earth needs you to send your love from your heart and not stomp through it in anger and rage. You bruise the earth when you have anything in your heart but love. And the beautiful planet, your mother planet, feels just like when a child lashes out at a parent. It feels everything that you're expressing. So walk on the earth with happy feet. Walk on the earth with a happy heart. And if you're not there, sit quietly with your back against a tree and see the beauty of the flowers and the beauty of the sun and the beauty of the wind and let it take you and wipe all that old energy away and then get back up and walk on the earth. Be respectful, be kind and be generous and treat the earth with the same courtesy that you would like to be treated. It's that simple, it's a circle. We start here, we go there, we go here, we come back to the starting point. It's another loop of the spiral, and now we expand even more. Honor the expansion and honor the choice. And most of all, be kind to Mother Earth. She deserves your respect. She deserves your love. And she's giving you everything she can give you for you to have everything that you need. I am Chief Joseph, and it is my delight to be here with each of you hearts today. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, great message. And that's, yeah, wow. It just makes me think, well, not think, but makes me come back to my to myself and how I have been expressing myself this week, you know, not, not, not always the, in, the, in the coming from a heart space, but more from, you know, the head and the, a little bit of fear or something. <laughs> so it's just, Whenever yeah. I channel Chief Joseph, I always feel like I need to sit up straighter mm-hmm. because his integrity is so powerfully there. And his heart is so amazingly beautiful. And I I always want to sit up straighter out of respect. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. My my dog is sitting in my meditation chair. He just loves sitting in my meditation spot. (laughs) And I want to thank your dog, just like my dog, Mr. Finley, has been here bringing the male energy healthy and balanced to every single person on this call. That's what he does. Mm. And your dog has been doing the same thing. Oh, he's How beautiful that they've shared their beauty with us today. So wonderful. I just love him so much. He's been such a blessing to me, such a gift. So I'm so grateful. It's just wonderful. (laughs) 
He's cute. So cute. Um, yeah, no, thank you. This is uh, somebody was asking about Mr. Finley and uh, uh, earlier in the chat, and I, I didn't really know who that was. So now I know it's your dog. <laughs> yeah, he's a black and silver poodle. He's around 14. Um, he's about 10 or 11 pounds, and he's been losing his eyesight. Um, so I had a custom ramp with a walk built for him. Mm. So he walks off of my bed onto a two foot walk. And then he has little rails and it guides him down this six foot long ramp, which is very easy. So it's not steep. Mm -hmm. And then he can walk. So no matter what his eyesight ends up choosing to do, he's, he's okay. Yeah. And nice. he's like, he's like when he goes up and down, it's like on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> I hear his little nails click, click, click as he's yeah. going up and down so fast. It's so funny. So thank you. And Mr. Finley would enjoy your prayers very, Absolutely. very much. He also has a heart, an enlarged heart, which we're working with. And uh, otherwise, he's perfectly healthy. So he's, he's just been a, a complete joy. So thank you for whoever mentioned that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely send him some prayers as well. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Wonderful. Um, yeah, this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much, Judy. Uh, you, you have been such a blessing, you know, to me. I can't even tell you, you know, when I, I just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, keep me up to date on how your husband's doing. Okay. I will. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank He's you. doing well. I've been, sending, I've been sending him loving energy. So I'm glad to hear that, that he is getting better. He Thanks. is getting better. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Eric. <laughs> and thank you so much, everyone, for being here, uh, for all your questions, your presence, your love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye for now. Namaste. Namaste. Bye. Bye, everyone.